As we begin our journey towards the cross, we're going to step into a story in Scripture where we see the humanity of Jesus and the compassion and surrender of a friend and ask ourselves, who or what are our eyes fixed on right now? It was only a few days before Jesus would celebrate his final Passover. The cross was visible in his sight. He understood what was coming, what he was walking towards. He could see the path in front of him. And along his final journey into Jerusalem, he stopped in a familiar town where a good friend, Simon, whom he had healed from leprosy a few weeks earlier, hosted a dinner for him in his honor. Simon invited many of Jesus' closest friends, all of the disciples, Lazarus, who he had also raised from the dead, Martha, Mary, and others. A table of sinners and misfits and rebels. A crowd that Jesus fit so easily into. They were far from the eyes and ears of the religious elite that night, out of sight from the crowds who gathered whenever Jesus walked out in public. This night was just for a group of friends. They knew him the best. They had left everything to follow him. They were in it with him until the end. And end, the end that Jesus saw and knew was on the horizon. But every time he mentioned it to the closest people to him, they continued to deny or misunderstand the truth. Jesus had explained to them very plainly at times that he was going to suffer, that he wouldn't be with them for very much longer. But they did not fully understand. Or maybe they had forgotten or chose to hear only what they wanted to hear. So on that night, they sat oblivious to what would come in the next few days. However, their friend sat at the table that night staring at his future with the weight of the world and the weight of sin on his shoulders. There was one, though, that night among them that understood Mary. Mary saw his heart. Mary felt the chill of betrayal that was in the air. Mary knew who was sitting in front of her, the Savior of the world. She understood what was coming and why he had to do it. So over the sound of clinking glasses and gut laughter and friendly jabs, 
she walked into the room and straight over to Jesus. She took down her hair. She opened a jar of very expensive perfume and she washed his feet with it, drying it with her hair. That perfume that she took out is a perfume that's used to prepare a body for burial. Mary saw the humanness of the Savior on full display. She knew what her friend would go through, and instead of trying to fix it or pretend like it wasn't happening, she entered into it with him. By pouring the perfume on his feet and not his head, as was custom in an anointing, she was taking the most lowly position she could. To wash someone's feet was an incredible act of humility and surrender. Her actions were extremely out of place, a breach not only of etiquette, but of a woman's place in culture, one commentary said. A Jewish woman would never take down her hair in public. It was a mark of promiscuity. But Mary didn't care what everyone else would think of her in this moment. And I bet everyone else in the room was curious. They were confused. They condemned her silently or out loud for her action. Judas was outraged and called her action wasteful. But Jesus, Jesus needed Mary that night. The weight he was carrying was heavy. And in that moment, the humanity of the Savior met the humility of a friend. She brought all she had to offer him. Her eyes were fixed on Jesus. On this night and in the following nights, the convictions and conduct of Mary and the other disciples were shaped by the focus of their eyes. The disciples believed that the death of their leader was the end of hope for Israel and for themselves. Mary had begun to grasp the meaning of the atonement and truth and hope that was there for her. As we walk to the cross this year, what or who are your eyes fixed on? This story underscores the importance of fixing our eyes on Jesus to know him and his ways. It is so easy for our eyes to wander, for our focus to be distorted. We fix our gaze on the things of this world that promise us significance and satisfaction and acceptance. And I'll be the first to admit that those things that the world offers look very enticing. The offerings of others, of material items, of successes and temptations, 
the things that I think I offer are appealing. But when our eyes leave Jesus, we are lost. Who would you have been in the story that night? One of the disciples lounging around the table, not paying much attention to Jesus or understanding the full weight of what was coming? One of the religious leaders, maybe, who was plotting against Jesus, not even in this story in John, thinking that you know best, that you do best. Would you have been Judas, whose self-righteous outrage accused Mary of wasting resources that he would, in turn, use to betray Jesus? Judas masqueraded as one who focused on Jesus when he was really focused on himself. Or would you have been Mary, once again, sitting at the feet of Jesus, bringing all you have to offer him, eyes fixed on him, recognizing your need for this man who would walk to the cross for you. How can you take the posture of Mary this Lenten season? How can you make space to sit at the feet of Jesus, offering what you have, Eyes fixed on him and him alone, acknowledging your need for him. What does it look like for you to enter into Jesus' pain and suffering and understand the meaning of this walk to the cross? Let's pray. Jesus, sometimes... I admit that it does take a lot to figure out who you are, who I am, what actually gives true satisfaction. And God, I admit that I wander from you more often than I want to. But the things of this world are so enticing. Lord, help us to be a people who sit with each other in this collective space to come before your throne, to acknowledge that we are in need of a Savior. Help us to take the posture of Mary over these next 40 days to keep our eyes fixed on you.